Good morning, everybody. Good morning and welcome in. And we have a brand new show for you today, which I'm so excited about. So welcome to Galactic or Origins. And I'm going to try to do this because it's backwards. Yes. Okay. I got it right. And <laughs> over here, we have Yelena Crawford. Yelena, you want to introduce hey. yourself? Yeah. My name is Yelena Crawford. I am an intuitive astrologer. I love talking about all things cosmos and multi-dimensionality. So you can please, if you will, subscribe to my YouTube channel. I am at Yelena Crawford Intuitive Astrologer if you are not streaming from my channel. And you can also find me over on Instagram where I have additional astrological content. Yay! And I'm so excited to collaborate with you. And I think it's really loved our connection with each other and we're so excited to come and talk about all of these things together and welcome in also to my YouTube channel Buddhist biohacker don't forget to subscribe there if you have not already um, we have the beauty of streaming to both channels this morning and I want to welcome Jessica Roberts brand new member to the channel welcome Jessica welcome Marilyn from Banning California so everybody who's joining us in the live um, I would always love to hear where you're from so you can say hi and share where you're from. But I also, um, because this is all about the galactics, I'd love to hear your own galactic origins. Where do you think you're from and how is the astrology affecting you? Don't you think that'd be fun? Yeah, for sure. Cool. Well, let's dive in. I'm, I'm going to play my video, though, because it's so funny. So um, for those of you who are having the same experience, this is my opinion of eclipse season right now. This is my eclipse season energy. Here we go. sums it up. It totally <laughs> does. You have to have some humor. It's like my new eclipse season video. I might play it all the eclipse season. <laughs> I think that's just like a good video for last year, this year, and the next couple years to come. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. The total collapse of everything as we know it. I mean, really everything is changing. And good morning, everybody. Oh, we have so many sweet people. I love I can put this up here. Aww. Aww. <laughs> Oh, sweet. Thank you. I know. I love you too. Good morning, Good morning oh, everybody. So Welcome in. Brand new member. Yeah, so many great people here. So where should we dive in? I actually I know where because we were just talking about it. So yeah. in my May flow for the month of May. So last year, for everybody out there who doesn't know the work I do, um, I'm a trans channel. I channel the sacred council of light. And they I went through and pulled through the information and the focuses for each month, month by month for, for this year back in like November. And I do it every year. And then I have that transmission really as a guide for the whole year. And the very first thing they said for May, the esoteric, they always give like there's an esoteric and a mundane, was the throat chakra. And you brought up some cool stuff. So I think we dive into that first because that was fascinating. Yeah, I think it's good for us to kind of segue um before getting into eclipse season, obviously to kind of bring in the relevance of the Mercury retrograde, because uh, we have 
an eclipse that's coming up. Well, we are in what's called an eclipse gateway or an eclipse portal right now, um, which is basically we have seasons of eclipses. If anybody isn't familiar with how it's situated, we've got about two. Well, it's two seasons of eclipses every year. There's one that usually happens in the summertime or like spring leading into summer. And then there's one that usually happens at the very end of the year around November, December, sometimes January. They come in either sets of two, sometimes three. This year, we've only got four eclipses total. So we are in the middle of, we're in an eclipse sandwich right now, I guess you could say. And um, the portal is pretty important as well. And the energy of the portal depends on if it starts with a lunar or a solar eclipse and ends with the opposite or whatever it is. So this year, in the summer, we've got, we just actually had an extremely powerful total blood moon lunar eclipse that happened on May 26th, which is like a supercharged full moon. Um, and these effects last for a long time. So if you guys don't feel something on eclipse day, that does not mean that something is not happening. It's something that spans out and it's a storyline that will play out over the course of a six month period. But one little additional thing to add here is that these eclipse seasons, they happen in 18 month periods. So when eclipses mm -hmm. occur, they happen in two signs on an axis. If anybody's ever seen the chart, the astrological chart, there's always two signs that are across from each other. So every 18 months, they switch signs and they keep mm -hmm. switching and keep switching. So it brings those signs into focus every nine years. So nine years ago, it was on Gemini, Sagittarius axis, just opposite. Um, so if you look back nine years, you think what the heck was happening nine or 10 years ago. Um, some of the similar themes might play out, maybe not exactly the same, but you might be seeing how much you've evolved and how much you've grown since we were last in these eclipses. So right now we are moving into another big, powerful solar eclipse. This is actually called an annular eclipse. Um, do you want me to tell you why it's an annular? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so... We uh, basically, when the moon is farthest away from the earth, it's at what's called its apogee, which is the farthest it can get. It is going to appear smaller astronomically. So it'll appear smaller in the sky, which means that when it does go to cover the sun, it won't cover it in totality. That's why it's not a total solar eclipse. There's going to be what's called a line of fire or like the ring of fire around the outside. Mm -hmm. So this will only be somewhat visible to us in the United States. We're actually going to see it as a partial, which is going to just be like the crescent, right? But I wrote this down. I'm trying to think of when it, if you're in Russia, Greenland, or Northern Canada, you're going to see the ring of fire. So oh, get cool. up 6.43 AM. That's Eastern standard time. So adjust accordingly. And if you are an early riser, you and I guess get up, salute to the eclipse, whatever you want to do, <laughs> right? But that's where we're headed right now. But going back off of what you said, so this Mercury retrograde is going to be right next to the eclipse. It's going to play a major role in this. Now, when Mercury stationed, which means it stopped to go backwards in it, into its retrograde, it was right next to Venus and Venus rules over the throat chakra because it rules the sign of Taurus. Mercury rules over communication and all of those different types of things. So we are in this like speak your truth, whether your voice shakes or not kind of energy, right? Wow. Yeah. And also really trying to kind of weed through a lot of the incoming energy because this is all happening in Gen Gemini. We've got information coming from all over the place. There's a lot of lies. There's a lot of deception. And 
it's going to take some discernment on your part. So don't take anything for face value. That's my first point of advice, but I'll hand it over to you. I've been talking a while. Oh my gosh. Well, I could listen to astrology. I, I love it so, so much. And you know, it started years ago. I'm doing psychic readings and I think a lot of people just think that as psychics, we're astrologers and it's, we're not. <laughs> and so I started learning about it because I was like, okay, like I need to, you know, know a little bit about this. And that, you know, 15 years later, I'm just, I love it so much. I can't wait to actually study it myself. And cause it's a whole, I mean, you really have to immerse yourself in it to study it. And um, so I've just dabbled really, but um, I could listen to you all day, but I wanted to share, you know, some of the interesting things that came up in my transmission for the month of May. So this is for this month. So the energy of May is about looking deeper, introspection, escapism, looking for truth, loneliness, emotional strength, walking away and letting go. And that that so lines up right now and also do not dwell in the negative travel will open up in certain parts of the planet which we're definitely seeing um get out walk away go within this month the whole of the collective collective will realize that which they believed old beliefs are false falsehoods are revealed um, pandemic truths will be revealed this month. And that gives me goosebumps because of what's happening with Fauci right now. Oh, yeah. So the fact that I, and remember you guys, I channeled this back in November. So this is pretty epic. I mean, really, I'm, I'm always shocked. I mean, I know I'm a channel, but it still blows my mind how amazing it is. But yeah, they said the pandemic truths will be revealed this month. Data will prove a new direction for the public. Those who have held on to their businesses in spite of their circumstances will find relief, opening up. We know we cannot go back to the old way. We are ready for the new. Narrowly avoiding disaster. Hardship is a necessary part of the life experience. We can no longer run from the changes and stuff and suffering. Instead, we embrace them as a collective and press through. Um, the tables are tipping, the tide is turning in favor of the people, expect fear to exist. Um, and then it does say, and, and we'll get into this later, I guess, but it does say potential event on the planet that generates fear in response to the momentum of the people, earth event, earthquakes, volcanic activity, and fire activity. So that's that all the Uranus stuff. Yeah, right. <laughs> so yeah, so jump in. So what's I mean, going on? Really like this stuff. Yeah, it's crazy how everything you're saying, I'm like in my head connecting all the astrology. Ah, well, let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. That's the whole point of this. I show, wish you know. I'm gonna keep a pen and paper when you talk so that I can like remember everything that you said. So that'll be for the next episode. Oh, do it. Well, and I'll have so, to send you it but um my transmission so you have them. Because um, <laughs> I have them for the whole year. And okay. everybody out there, I mean, this is a total shameless plug, but you can buy the entire set of transmissions from 2020 and 2021 for $4. I feel lucky. Yeah. So you guys <laughs> can go on to the Ajatacasa app um, and you can purchase in-app um, or you can go to ajatacasa.com and you can buy the transmissions on there if you want the whole year. Because there's a lot of stuff coming up later this year that... Um, I mean, we're, there's a lot of legal energy later in the year, a lot of trials and things going on. So there's a lot of interesting um, information. So that's my shameless plug for everybody out there. But anyway, so yeah, so I don't know where you want to dive in there, but maybe we first talk about the pandemic truths being revealed and data proving a new direction. Oh, that's, that's combined with everything. I mean, the most interesting thing to me, well, first, you know, you're talking about 
first, okay. I'm like, where do I start first? <laughs> first, first. Um, so the Neptune connection, I guess, is where we want to start. There's two really big points that I want to say at the same thing right now at the same time, but they need to be explained separately. So let me just calm myself <laughs> down and start in one area. Okay, so basically uh, what's happening is we have three hits of a transit, which is Mercury square to Neptune. Mercury rules over communication. It rules over speech. It rules over information, the intellect, the way that we think, the way that we learn, the way that we process and take in information. It's all of those crazy things that are very important to our everyday reality, right? Well, Mercury is retrograde now. The day that Mercury stationed retrograde, it squared, which is a very challenging aspect. It brings confrontation. It brings attention. I guess attention is probably the most important word here to kind of describe the situation. So it's making a connection over to Neptune and Pisces. Neptune automatically rules over things like the media. I'm not going to talk about this too much, but it rules over big pharma, medications, vaccines, all of those kinds of things. And Neptune being a planet that exists outside of the realm of which we can see with a telescope or anything like that, it lies beyond the visible spectrum, right? So it's automatically brings this energy of deception, lack of clarity, confusion, um, just like rose colored glasses, like kind of seeing things the way that we want to see them and the way that we want to perceive them, but not like looking very deep into it and digging through information. But there's this tension over to Mercury here who wants to dig in, who wants to pull things apart. And Gemini, with all this information, we're like digging through and trying to discover and unveil through the lies, through the deception and the fog that we're being presented with, right? So as you can see, this this ish is already happening. And uh, so what's really what's really interesting is we've got three hits of this. So this whole month of June is going to be really um, confusing for a lot of people. There, it's it's going to uh, gosh, what is it? Cognitive dissonance is going to be huge. Mm. It's going to be real for sure. And I honestly like my heart goes out to the people who are not awakened and who don't know what's going on in the world because I can only imagine if that was me. Um. I can only imagine if it was any of us, you know what I mean? But mm -hmm. so this is going, the last hit of this is going to be July 6th. And that's when Mercury, the day after, will be moving out of its shadow. So mm -hmm. I think we're going to get a lot of clarity in July. One more thing too, the day of the solar eclipse, we're having what's called a Mercury Kazemi. Now, Mercury Kazemi is when Mercury is right in the heart of the sun. It's Some astrologers will say it's within one degree. For any astrologers out there and some people will say it's within a 15 minute uh span wow. which is like really close but i go within the one degree because that was what i was taught and um i'm still testing that out in my practice but it's when there's a huge lapse of uh clarity it's for yeah. like one day right when everything becomes very clear, we could get downloads or insights or we just get this big epiphany or huge clarity in life. Now, this eclipse is with the North Node. So in our own individual lives, this could be pulling us towards where we're going in life. It's very karmic, faded, destined. It's all about our path moving forward and um, putting us on the right trajectory. So things may become very clear on that day, which is June 10th. Okay. So we might have some calendar. Yeah. I'm making so a in, note right now. <laughs> yeah. So in terms of what's going on in the world, 
I would like to say that there is a possibility that we could get some information coming in that day. Um, maybe some, some additional uh, information that adds to the plot line of the story, right, with the Fauci thing or whatever it might be, honestly. I, I wouldn't be surprised if that's what it was, though. Um, but it looks like probably we'll be getting a little bit more information in June, too. So, and there's another dynamic, but I'd like to hear what you have to say about this too, because- Well, I love what you said about uh, the cognitive dissonance because um, for this week's demystification guide, um, my whole, what came through to talk about was dissonance and resonance. So really the focus for this entire week in the community is to look at where there's dissonance and what aligns with you, what does not align with you. And, and really checking in with, if this doesn't resonate with me as truth, as a relationship, yeah. as a job, as a book, whatever it is that you're looking at doing or experiencing this week is to just anything that creates that dissonance, it's time to clear it out. And I don't know about you, but I've seen a lot with my clients this week that it's clearing itself out. It's like if, if something isn't aligned, it's like exploding and leaving. that lunar eclipse. Yeah. That's all about, it's a release. That was with the South Node. It's a letting go. It's a release. It's like a purge. So that's where all of these, all of that is coming from. Yeah. It's like super purge. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I it's think it's a violent sure. purge for a lot of people. I mean, yeah. I've just noticed so many of my clients, I'm getting like, emergency phone calls, like crazy stuff is happening within relationships. And, you know, I want to talk about too, I'm like looking at this and the, the escapism and the looking for truth and the loneliness and the walking away. I mean, is that sort of the Neptune energy too? That's Neptune, all of it. Yeah. Escapism is one of Neptune's key words because it's like Neptune rules over Pisces and Neptune is in Pisces right now which amps it up even okay. further. So it also amps up the intuitive, psychic, creative, romantic kind of energy too that Neptune brings because there's a spectrum, some positive, some negative. But I mean, I think that like Neptune and Pisces has a lot to do with like the opioid um, situation that has been occurring for many years because Neptune's been in Pisces for a while. It's a slow planet. Um, and I think that what's going to happen is like, obviously Jupiter is going to be in Pisces long-term next year. And that could potentially bring more escapism. Like people are starting to really learn about what the hell's going on and the truth behind reality yeah. and uh, behind the governmental structures and seeing the collapse and everything like that. And then, you know, as above, so below, the collapse begins in your own life too. If you have not been doing the work, you haven't already stepped on your path, not to scare anyone, but um, it also happens in your life too. And that's when you start seeing people fall out, relationships fall out, jobs ending, paths, new paths beginning, which is beautiful. But yeah, so people start escaping. Yeah. They're using drugs. People start doing whatever they do, you know? Yep. So true. Well, and it's interesting too, because I was, I'm, you know, we're focusing on the third eye in my yoga classes for the next few months. And one of the things that I was looking at with the third eye is when when you have, uh, I guess for lack of a better word, like too much third eye energy or it's oversaturated, you go into illusion, which I think is a lot of what's happening now too. I mean, it's there's this whole focus right now of clear seeing, you know, getting clarity. And like you're saying, we're almost battling these. <laughs> 
<laughs> and the destruction begins. <laughs> Oh, my little cauldron, my little sweet kitty oh. just like ran through oh. the cords of my life and then ran out again. And she's like, oh my God, she's like That's running cute. around. Oh my God, sorry. It's okay. <laughs> it scared me. I was like, what's going on? But um, I think we're almost battling this illusion. I mean, it's so easy. And even, even you know, doesn't matter how much you meditate or any of those things, like, you know, we question like, what in the world is even real? Like what is real? And and that's really what the focus seems to be for all of us as light workers is to stay grounded so that we can have that clarity of vision and not get caught up in all this illusion or false realities. And, and there's so many different timelines. I mean, we talk about galactics, you know, there's lot, there's more than 70. I mean, there's lots of different timelines on this planet right now. And so to even know where we are in the moment and we're starting to access other dimensions and other timelines, like in real time, I don't know if you've had that experience, but where you're like someplace and you're like, I don't even know where I am anymore or what <laughs> happened. Um, so this whole illusion of everything, it's just, it is just crumbling like that building, like all around us. Yeah, definitely. And that's all that Neptunian stuff. But I think the last time I spoke with you, um, we were talking at the beginning of the year, you and I and Delisa, I think, about the Saturn-Uranus square, mm -hmm. um, which is basically the old versus the new is the theme of that. It's like, um, you know, we're stepping out of the old structures, the old ways of doing things, stepping more into this like revolutionary type of energy. And that's something that's playing out not only over the course of this year, but it's also going to be an underlying theme in the year of 2023, too. So um, it's these old structures, these old things that are all in place, whether that be in your own life, your job, your whatever it is, your relationship, all these things we're talking about. This is all about like innovation, reinventing the wheel. Uranus is like really imposing its energy onto Saturn and Saturn's the structures, limitations, restrictions in our lives, like old traditions, old ways of doing things. And Uranus is like, wants to blow stuff up. Like it's that building. <laughs> That's Uranus. Uranus is like, nope, it's all gone today. Like we got to get rid of it. There's no room for this anymore in this world. So yeah, I mean, it's helping us, but at the same time, it's like, it's the tower card. And that's yeah. really disheartening when everything in your life just kind of blows up in flames or you see everything in the world like you trusted all these people we've trusted well i haven't but a lot of people have trusted <laughs> all these people and like that is just so like we said cognitive dissonance it's such a a blow right yeah yeah well so, that's how we're gonna react to it right because yeah um i imagine most everyone here watching the show has already gone through the journey of awakening to what is going on in our world and the illusions and all those things. Yeah. Um, and, but there's many who have not, and they may never let go of that narrative. No. And so I, you know, I want to caution everyone. There's definitely this, Oh, one, you know, once everybody wakes up, you know, we're in the golden age. And I think like that's, hundreds of years from now like this yeah. is not going to be even if all of the truth like came out today there would be so many people who just simply couldn't handle it and in spiritual awakening you know they refer to it as spiritual schizophrenia 
because sometimes when, when you wake up, I mean, there's always a risk when your Kundalini awakens and you have like a radical spiritual awakening, um, that you can go into that schizophrenic state where you can't decipher reality. And a lot of us have experienced that even briefly in our own awakenings and our own journeys. And Oh, definitely. It's why it's so important to get support and to have communities like this to be supported because we want to make sure that we don't lose our minds in the middle of all of this. Um, but yeah, so I think, you know, as as these falsehoods are revealed, as things come to the surface, um, there's still a need for compassion and patience for those that aren't there yet because there it is like you said the cognitive dissonance is a great way to put it because that's exactly what it's going to feel like for a lot of people and does already and yeah. it goes back to what you were saying too um i was looking at my um in my transmission it says we know we cannot go back to the old way we are ready for the new and i can't tell you how I many times getting square uranus i mean that is such a perfect it's a, such a perfect phrase for that Exactly. I love it. Yeah. Well, and it, it's this whole, I want to get back to normal. And it's like, there is no going back. Like, and that's the acceptance we all have to have. We have to just come into acceptance. And I've had it too. I don't know about you, Yelena, but I've had those moments where it's like, man, I just want to watch like Chopped on the Food Network and forget <laughs> that we're right. leaving the planet and forget all of these things. I mean, we do all have those moments of nostalgia where it's oh like, gosh, I gosh. just want to be norm normal. Oh, mine's just like with friends and stuff. Like having, I had to get rid of like so many people that I loved in my life and just to be able to walk this path. It's been really, really challenging. And sometimes I just want to like go back to it all. And I can't, I, it's just not, I can't do it. So I get it 100%. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's unfortunate. <laughs> But it's really important, especially for all of us, you guys, like everybody that's watching, Lisa and I included, um, to, to really focus on our path, like to do the work right now, whatever that looks like for you. I mean, we've all got a shadow that we're still working through. I know, I don't know about you guys, but I, I'm working through my shadow every single day, every single day. It's always going to be there, right? Yeah. And um, I think it's more important than ever right now to get right with yourself because when all shit is said and done, excuse my French, um, we are going to be the people who they come to for help. And we have to be ready and standing in our power and standing in our truth to be able to help everybody else and all the chaos that's going around on the outside. That's why we were the first people to awaken, right? So prepare yourself. Yeah. I'm sure you, I'm sure you all are, right? Ah! Well, and you're right. I mean, it's it's constant work. And I think, you know, coming to a place I love, we've got, you know, some some great comments out here. Yeah, we'd love to and, hear it. Yeah, Visceral oh. Spirit is saying some would say this is a false oh. reality. And, you know. I know her. Hi, Maria. Oh, yeah. And, and <laughs> I think, you know, I want to talk about that for a minute because we can get into the semantics of the quantum physics of what's illusion and what's not illusion. And I think that that's what, what you're talking about, Elena, with this Neptune energy and the Uranus energy. Um, your perception is your reality. So it doesn't matter which illusion you're in. 
you're in that conscious now moment. And I think that's something I want to just kind of put out there because, you know, if you look at it from a galactic perspective, which is part of what our show is about, you know, mm -hmm. we, we are here as part of this grand experiment, right? We came oh, yeah. to this planet, we're in this experiment and we're experiencing emotion and humanity and life in this experiment. And that's not false. So we have to be really careful about how we language things because we could get all caught up in, oh my God, this is an illusion. And it's easy by the way. And I've been there where it's like, oh, you know, this isn't real and that's not real. And this timeline's not real. And this, you know, you get caught up in that. And I think just oh, remind yeah. yourself, <laughs> now moment is real for you now. Like don't, mm -hmm. That's how you can stay grounded through all of the illusions that come up. And, and when you start to see the bigger picture and you start to see the galactics, I, I have this cool thing, Elena, I was doing this meditation the other day and I was looking at the planet, you know, I was just kind of looking at the planet and I was out in space <laughs> and, and the screen flipped and I could see all of the galactic energy. I could see the starships and, and you could barely see the planet because yeah. of all of the, the starships and the, the different uh, dimensions, like what's happening in all the different dimensions around and on our planet. It was like this clear planet that we see photos of was, you could barely see it because there was so much stuff going on. And it was really amazing um, to have that experience, but it's also like, it is a, that wake up call of there is it's a lot happening yeah. that we yeah. are not paying attention to or aware of or seeing. And that can become super overwhelming. So again, it's just about grounding yourself and realizing, yes, there are other dimensions. There are other species. There are. Which most people don't even realize that there's so many. Know, people that, honestly, I, you know, like my heart goes out because I didn't know that at one time, but or I had forgotten it at one time, but I've talked to people in like my reality where they're like, you really believe in aliens? I'm like, you really don't? <laughs> only, Doesn't you really that seem don't. crazy? We're the only things that exist in this entire, do, do you understand how many universes there are? Like you can't, you can't be serious right now. Well then why can't we see them? <laughs> We can only see so much as human beings. We honestly like are very limited, very restricted here. Yeah, we really are. Well, and the word restricted is good because we just haven't been, it's been, it has been veiled from us. Like it's been yes. veiled from us so we can be in the experiment. You guys like, let's, let's wake up to that. And uh, yeah. I love Sherry. <laughs> Sherry says so I many do. times it feels not real, but then your 3d life where you're standing here waiting for your refrigerator to be delivered. <laughs> exactly. Mm -hmm. Yep. And April. Hi, April. Oh, I love you. Um, she said, I love that illusion isn't false. It's about our experience of being human. Thinking too much about the illusion is a flight mechanism. Imminence being present is self-love. And that goes back. That's well so said. good, April. It goes back to the escapism, right? Because we can allow the all of the galactic information to give us permission to escape. Definitely. Rather than to actually be here and say, well, wait a minute, I, I decided to be part of this. Oh, no, you're here for a reason. Yeah. You are here for a reason. 
You are. I want to talk about, I want to know about the astrology with the earthquake, volcanic activity, fire. Activity. Yeah, Uranus I have that in here. And I, Uranus is always, um, it's, it's going to be, it has an ability to change like weather patterns. And um, gosh, I'm trying to think my teacher, Heather, she said this so beautifully one time, but I'm trying to think if I can repeat what she said. It, it has the ability to change the actual state of the planet or something like that. Like the actual, I, I'm not saying this correctly, I'm totally ruining her phrase, but I mean, if you think of what an earthquake does or you think of what a volcano does, like it's it will change the entire structure of the planet, like all of the damage and all everything that's being done. And that's what Uranus is, it's like a big, eruption it's a sudden flash of energy because it rules over lightning and things like that oh okay yeah so we're like saturn restricts energy and it holds back energy uranus gives it all up at one flash strike right whether it be an earthquake whether it be a volcano whether it be a, a flash of lightning so there is a potential especially this year that we're going to see that continuing to play out as well as uranus is um it's an outer planet in respect to Saturn. It's further out, which means that it puts more energy into the dynamic of the square. So Uranus is imposing its energy on Saturn. Um, so whether Saturn wants to restrict or not, Uranus is like, sorry, brother, like this isn't going to happen. And I'm going to do it now, right? I'm going to break this all down. I'm going to cause erratic weather patterns. I'm going to destruct reality. I'm going to tear up your traditions and your structures and your corporations and all of these things, right? Um, Uranus also rules over money. Like, uh, sorry, Uranus is in Taurus. Taurus rules over money and like food and things like that. So it's predicted because Uranus is gonna be in Taurus for a little while longer that this is going to cause instability in the money markets, that we are going to potentially have a financial collapse, which I'm sure you've heard about that. It's outside of the astrology, everybody's talking about it. Um, as well as some erratic patterns in food and resources. And it's said that we are potentially going to be having even more shortages with food and a lot of things too. But just so everybody knows this Saturn square Uranus, it started, the first hit was February 17th, I believe. I had it wrote down. Yep. The second hit is right after the eclipse. It's June 14th. So we're probably going to be seeing some crazy things going on in June. It wouldn't surprise me if we had some erratic weather and stuff like that happening in June. And then um, we've got the final hit, Christmas Eve Eve or December 24th, depending on your time zone. Um, but then it almost hits again in the fall of 2023, almost. Um, so we're still going to see this underlying because it'll be, a, you know, close. It'll still be close throughout 2023 as well. The old oh, wow. versus the new. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love this visceral spirit. Whoever I love this person, whoever you are. But yeah, she's her like, name is Maria. A, Maria. Yeah. Let's have a destruction party dance in a circle and you're honest. Seriously, I mean that's that's pretty funny. Or or just let it destroy. You know, I, I it's a great liberator. It is, and I it is. You know years and years of reading tarot cards. I've been reading them since I was a teenager, and you get to a point where you know, I think I think. You're either 
bringing your inner gypsy forward or you're yeah. not with yeah. tarot cards because I think you're either afraid of them or you're not afraid of them. Do you know what I mean? Like oh, I I think I've so, never been afraid, so I guess I don't know what that feels like. Well, but me neither. I've it. never been afraid, but I know that some people see the tower or the devil or death card and they freak, you know, it's scary. And for me, it's like not. And so I yeah. think look at it the same way. Like when I see the tower card, I'm like, yeah, stuff's like tearing up, falling apart. Like it's time. Like, and part of that's my Scorpio nature, I suppose. Too. I, I like that <laughs> yeah. destructive energy, but you know, I think try to shift your own paradigm with it where it's like, you know what? Okay. Like stuff's going to get torn up. And it's interesting what you're bringing up about the food shortages. Cause I was told, Oh, clear back in December that we would start to have supply chain and manufacturing issues um, yeah. starting in March and that it would go throughout the whole year. And of course, we had the, the ship stuck in the Suez Canal and we've had all okay. sorts of things happen. And the image that they keep showing me is like a grocery store aisle and there's like holes in the aisle. So they keep telling me, um, and this is for everybody out there, just for your information, like they keep saying it's going to be sporadic shortages, that it's never going to be completely empty, and that it's really going to be about us adjusting and flexing what we purchase and where we purchase it from. So um, it's interesting that the astrology also points to those kinds of shortages because that's what I've seen. And, you know, the Sacred Council keeps giving the same information over and over, you guys, for probably 15 years. I've gotten the same information about food, which is buy local, buy direct, know who the farmers are in your area, you know, so go to the farmer's markets. Now they're open this summer and get their business cards, talk to them, meet them, understand where they are and how to work with them. Um, because that's the information I get. So I get less like prepping. Um, I am Buddhist. So the prepping and the hoarding of food isn't necessarily aligned with me no. anyways, but I actually don't think, I don't feel that that's what you need to do. It really just feels like you want to change where you're getting your your food from and what kinds of foods you're purchasing. You know, go back to making bread instead of buying it, you know, can your own foods for the, the fall and winter and, and from the summer instead of, you know, just buying something quick. I think it's about convenience, don't you? There's like this whole, yeah. everything's convenient, the magic pill, the quick fix, the, oh, I'm going to run to the fast food place or whatever. And I think what we're recognizing right now as human beings is we have to go there. There's, um, it's the ancient future, right? It's going back to old ways. Oh yeah. To eliminate the new, the the old ways. So like we have these way we've been doing things and that's falling apart, but it's like this old way coming back of really taking care of our bodies and ourselves and being in natural states and all of those things. I think there's this interesting flip with that. Yeah. And I was going to say too, I love all of that because not only um, is it bad to buy canned food, canned food's not good for you. You know, this is all about me hearing an echo. Oh, I don't have it over here, so that's good. No, I'll just like, try to ignore it. Um, it's just weird. I can hear myself talking. Um, so <laughs> it's all about it away. <laughs> yeah, I think it is. It's all about taking care of your body, right? And like that's that's really important too. Like eating things that are healthier, and if you have to spend a little bit more time. To put your time and effort into doing that on a daily basis, like you said, canning and growing your own food. Like even if you live in the city, there's so many people up by me that have like little gardens in the backyard or even in their front yard or 
there's urban farming in the city so that you can find a farm even if you live in a, a busier hustling and bustling kind of area one important factor too that uh, clicked for me when you were talking about we have to focus more uh, on local get, getting resources locally rather than globally and there is automatically kind of a shift that's going on with that right now this whole axis that the eclipses are happening on we've got gemini which is where the north node is which is where we're moving towards karmically it's more destined that's the direction we're being pulled towards that's community it's like mm -hmm. our like our neighborhood and all of our neighbors and like the people in our everyday environment right and the south node is global it's international so the south node is something that's being released it's something that's letting go that's what screwed yeah. up travel that's why we haven't been able to travel as much as we've been able to. And also with all of this stuff that's going on with the food. And and even um, I have a, a girl that I work with that is, she works for a plant where they make parts for like buses and everything. And they're having a hard time getting the parts. So they might have to shut the plant down. So there's a lot of people who aren't able to get the proper parts and everything for their vehicles because we're not doing this mm -hmm. transportation long term anymore. So you guys are going to see a lot more of this breaking down for sure. But it's just interesting to see it all kind of mesh together. Yeah, it really is. Um, and I'm curious too, I, I posted this in the Ajata Casa app, but I've, I've been having a lot of military dreams this week. And I know I, I, quite a few people actually posted on this um, in the app. So I know a lot of you guys are having a lot of these dreams and I'm curious if there's any astrological links to, cause yeah, there like is. In mil it's I don't normally today. have like those kinds. Of, I mean, that's not a normal kind of space for me to go on it's the nice. astral plane. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Today. Um, so let me give you a couple examples of how this could play out. We've got Mars today in a direct opposition with Pluto retrograde and Mars rules over it's the planet of war. It's the planet of confrontation. It's the planet of aggression, um, motivation, like our drive and our will to achieve. So it's not always negative, right? But it is like a fire, it's it's a fire planet. Um, and it does rule over the military and weapons and guns and knives and all of those kinds of things. And Pluto is a very intense planet. Um, so they are in, uh, in opposition right now, which is kind of like a face off it's like it's a challenge it's like this um you know it either takes integration or some type of compromise or some type of balancing and mars is in the planet of uh cancer right now which can bring up family dynamics with aggression um i'm not gonna give any names or anything but i had some, a family member that got had in the middle of the night last night go over and like deal with a very concerning family issue where there was some aggression going on, um, you know? So, and I've heard of a lot of people having to deal with a lot of stuff like this within the family, or it's just interesting that you say dreams with this too, because it's tri-Neptune mm. and Neptune is dreams. Let me make sure. Yeah, it's tri-Neptune. Mm -hmm. So you're not the first person, actually, um, I work with a bunch of astrologers every day and there were two of them that were reporting having dreams of war Wow. Yeah. I was yeah. like, you know, yeah, I'd love to hear anybody in the audience too. If any of you guys have been having those dreams, please share them in the comments. And yeah, I was like in a firefight and then I was like 
helping with another operation. I mean, I was helping with a lot of military operations. And I do believe that we do things like that on the astral, especially oh, for sure. um, as star seeds, if we're part of the Ashtar Federation or any of the, the major federations that are helping with the planet. Um, mm -hmm. But it's not often that I have those kinds of dreams and they've really like, I mean, that's like been where I'm at. Yeah, this is like all week. This is probably Maybe this is why you were like super sleepy last night because you've been uh, working all night. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I yeah. totally. You guys, I overslept. Like you've been working in the astral all night. <laughs> you know what else is funny? My cat cauldron like dream crashes. Like she was, she kept showing up in my dreams last night, <laughs> and it happens like I don't know once a month. But she like totally crashes my dreams. It's the funniest thing. It's like weird because even in the dream, I'm lucid and I'm like what are you doing in this dream? Like, you don't even belong here. Like, get out of here. <laughs> Go home. <laughs> but yeah, that probably is. I've been, I normally am an early riser. I'm probably up about six every day. I usually get up. I try to, I sleep with my uh, curtains open um, and I try to follow the natural circadian yeah. rhythm. So I usually wake up around six or so here in Colorado. It's about dawn for us. Um, but uh, this whole week I have had intense military dreams and I have way overslept like a couple hours past when I normally I was do. just thinking, Lisa, you and I are both cancer rising. So you've got all this going on in your 12th house. That's why. Oh. Yeah. The, all of this Gemini energy, you've got like a pile up in your 12th. That's why. Ah. Yeah. Well, have you been having these crazy dreams? No, but I'm tired. And that, like, we have that squared to Neptune. It can create the foggy, groggy. I've just been dealing with a lot of subconscious stuff, shadow work, you know, journeying with plant medicine. And it's, like, it's way outside of the plant medicine. It's, like, weeks later, I'm still dealing with all of this stuff. So a lot of people might be dealing with that kind of stuff right now, like having a lot of stuff come up to work on. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, and I think yeah. it goes back to, you know, some of the esoteric piece from my um, channel transmission said, you know, light language, authenticity, express your truth, be honest with yourself. And one thing that's in my transmission that I'm going to going to dive into more, I think, with the community this next week and with the members is internal psychic navigation system. And because that came up and, you know, we do have our own internal navigation system. And I have felt that the last two weeks that's been under attack, like energetically. Um, I don't know if you've noticed that, but if some of you guys are feeling, I've definitely very clearly seen and felt um, that there is a for lack of a better term, you know, a psychic attack towards our now. I was just going to say, I felt a lot of psychic interference over the past week. There have been some situations and it's interesting because I know exactly who it is. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. But like over the past week, I've felt like a strong influx of psychic interference. So it's just strange that you say that. Kara is saying mm -hmm. yes to the energetic yeah. attacks. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. I, well, and I would be careful. I've noticed there's a real push to towards. Um, um, okay, what word can I use on YouTube? Towards the injection, there's a lot of like guilt energy being oh, yeah. towards that. So I would just. This goes back to what we said in the very beginning is about clear seeing, like really check: am I in illusion? Am I? 
Is this clarity? Is this in my heart center? Drop into the heart center because I do feel, I like the word interference better than attack because that's what it is. It's like an, there's a lot of interference and a lot of trying to um, block our ability to see things. And I've noticed it even in my lucid travels at, at night, like um, there's certain places I've not been able to go, which I normally would be able to go. So I think it's up for sure. That's interesting. Yeah, you guys, I would honestly say that this is a good time for a couple different things. And I'll give you two examples. One, this is a really good time, especially with this retrograde. And we have a lot of heavy energy and there's a lot of deception like we've been talking about. So I think the most important thing that you can possibly do for yourself right now is alone time. Sit within your own energy, especially if you are like a hypersensitive person, an empath, an energy sensitive, anything like that. You have a lot of psychic energy going on. It's going to be really important to kind of decipher what's yours, what's another person, and like to sit in your own energy field. It's been helping me lately to take salt baths. Mm -hmm. I've been doing it regularly. It's helped me wonders. And also with this Gemini influence of uh, heavy Gemini influence that we have right now, I would say it's also very important to really take note of what, how you are seeing reality, right? Be a little bit more introspective and see if you notice where, where you're being triggered Notice uh, where you're, you're, there's some conflict of belief systems and also try to try on some different perspectives because Gemini is like looking at things many different ways. And let's see if we can try on different perspectives and see how they fit and just like just try to see truth in other areas other than just your own perceptions because we're not always correct. Right. So that's yeah. just my little advice for the day. No, that's good advice. Well, and, you know, Lars is bringing up, you know, being attacked um, from ultra terrestrials. And I'd like to just share kind of a little thing for you guys to, to take note here is whether it's from another dimension or it's somebody at work that's energetically attacking you, it really comes down to functional boundaries. So any attack you're getting from anywhere is an invitation to look at your boundaries. So don't forget that this experiment is about you and your individual work and your individual awakening for the collective whole of all the universes and all the galactics. I mean, that's really an incredible space we're in. Um, so I don't wanna discount what happens when we get attacked you know, and what that feels like. So I don't wanna discount that, Lars. I just wanna say, take that as an opportunity to say, well, where am I allowing energies to attack me? Because what I've learned over the years, I used to have a lot of those kinds of experiences. And what's happened over the years is I've become stronger and stronger in my own space, just like what you're saying, Elena, about being in your space. Because universal law is we're senior in our space. Humans get the, like, we're like the pedestrian that gets the right of way. Like, we are senior in our space. That is universal law. That is not, no one can mess with that. Even, you know, I'm a medium and I work with a lot of um, trans-dimensional beings. And when you own your space and you understand that universal law, they will not bother you. It, we allow it. And, and because we may not know that law, which is why I tell everybody about it, but we also allow it because we just don't know any better. And so I think really, um, you know, owning your space and even saying out loud, I know that I'm senior in my space. I teach that to kids all the time who are going through night terrors or psychic attacks is 
to say out loud, I am senior in my space. You cannot do this to me. And it often shuts down a lot of that energy. So I just want to throw that out there too. Um, and I'm glad Lars is sharing. You called in protection, which is great. I mean, that's what you do. Um, but what I'm finding is with the transdimensional beings is they're, they're really not, they're really loving, incredible light beings. And so oftentimes it's our perception of what's happening um, because there's a lot of fear around it because we have a lot of fear programs around ultra terrestrials. So, um, you know, just dive into it deeper is what I would say. Just really look at what is your relationship with those energies and, and how do you heal those? And um, I'm not a big fan of that particular kind of ultra terrestrial myself, Lars. Um, so I have a hard time with them as well. But I have learned that there are, you know, there's there's humans who murder people and there's humans who are amazing. And it's the same thing with all the other species. You know, I mean, that's something to keep in mind. There are good reptilians or it's like, right, like there's there's you if they said all humans were horrible then you know that wouldn't be fair and we don't want to be unfair to those other species as well there's good ones and and ones that are still learning we're all just learning um so you know i just that. noticed that i could see the comments oh yes oh good oh good. Yeah, I'm, like, yes. I'm so excited i just found the comments yes Great. oh my gosh yes totally I, uh, I can add a little bit to that too i'm just yeah. laughing at visceral spirits when she said she dreamt that she was camping with the Chuda, who's my astrology teacher. Ah, okay. She woke up and remembered that he was talking about Saturn. And we are in Saturn retrograde, which is all about boundaries. And I don't know about you guys, but that's been coming up for me a lot lately. Like really making sure I've had to lay, I've had to lay the line and like, like you know, draw stronger boundaries with some people and in some situations. So this is gonna be a theme throughout October. So just make it a normal practice to kind of instill your boundaries. And also when we've got light beings like us that are so powerful and our energy is so vast and so wide that when we are in public places, like you walk, even if you're somebody who likes to maybe go to the club or go to a bar or go to a restaurant, you walk in, you know, you don't want to walk out with a big expanded energetic field because that's how you get attachments. All the you know, lower energetic entities will be like, oh, it's a light being, you know, let's go latch on. You just need to learn how to pull your energy in, you know, mm -hmm. protect your space, even especially when you're out in public so that you're not getting um, energetic attachments. And that's another way of manipulating your energetic field to control your boundaries and everything too. So, yeah, I love it. Oh my gosh, you guys, this is so good. An hour just flew by, didn't it? Oh my yeah, God. Yeah, for sure. So what is, so, so for everybody out there, Yelena and I are going to do this every month, which is so exciting. So the first Thursday of every month, we're going to do this and really talk about what to expect and what's upcoming. So I think what I want to say on my end for May is really, again, come into your center and come into the clarity of sight and get as clear as you can. And if you're not clear, you know, I would follow the Buddhist proverb this month, when you don't know what action to take, the best action to take is none. And I would just really, and that goes with relationships too. It's very fiery. So I think just my advice is to just really ask what resonates with you and what doesn't let it go and really just give space and allow things to go. Don't, don't, um, 
try to hold on to anything and don't try to push anything away. I think just allow things to kind of be that witness and that observer and just allow things to flow. That's my advice. What about you, Elena? Oh, there's so much this month. <laughs> Are we talking for June, right? Uh, June, sorry. Uh, I just was worried. Jeez, um, I don't know what okay. I'm um, I would just say, yeah, like be really discerning about the information that you're that you're taking in. Whether this be, we don't have to be referring to the media, you guys. Like everything that's going on in your everyday life, just don't make any rash, quick decisions. Take your time. This energy is really slowing us down. We've got a lot going on this month, but it is slowing us down. It's asking us to go inward. Um, we are going into a, an abundance of retrogrades. We've got Neptune retrograde, Jupiter retrograde coming at the end of the month. So really go inward, take your time making decisions. Don't try and jump into anything too quickly. Be very discerning. Don't take everything for face value. And don't try to resist the changes that are coming into your life. That is first and foremost. We are in eclipse season. Try to flow with it. Adaptability is going to be huge right now. And you will be so much better off if you just kind of flow. So I guess that would be my little tidbit for the month. But Good luck, everybody. Yes. And I love you so much, Yelena. I'm so happy Ooh, we're doing yeah, this. It makes me so happy. And I okay. love how aligned the information is from um, the council and the astrology. It's just awesome. So I'm so excited we're going to be doing yeah, it. Yeah. It was so fun to see some familiar faces in here, too. So thank you guys all so much for being here. Yes. And just a reminder subscribe to our YouTube channels. Um, and you Instagram. Yes. Oh, yeah. And um, if you're not on the Ajata Casa social community app, please come. It's my free app, free community. Um, however, um, just a quick reminder, um, all of my Indigo Premium members, it's $29.99 a month. Um, we have moon circles and yoga twice a week, and you have access to all of my channel transmissions. Um, and all of those things. So don't forget that if you're in the app, you can join my premium group at any time. And you can also join my membership community here on YouTube and welcome to the new members today. That's only $9.99 a month. And I do readings once a month um, for everybody here on the YouTube community. I do them once a week for the Indigo premium community. So I just want to throw that out. That's how you're going to find me and, and get sessions with me right now is through those communities. Um, so that is where you can find me there. And Yelena, you want to share anything about about what folks can yeah and i was trying to think too like maybe next month we could do something fun so if you guys could all if you plan returning next month figure out what your rising sign is that's going to be from your time of birth um you can determine what your rising sign or your ascendant is and then maybe we can do a couple little mini readings based off of oh, some of the yeah. next month at the end um so just just for forethought and yeah um, let's do it yeah, and then also, if that's cool with you, by the way. Yeah, so no, know. God, yeah, let's do it. And I'll, I'll do some um, trans-dimensional readings for you guys as well. Yeah, so we'll, we'll do, do that. collaborative many readings. Yes. And then also, uh, you can find me if you're interested in getting any astrological readings. It's really a nice, like, not only reading, but, like, coaching session. Um, I love to do the coaching, too. So uh, you can find me over at yelinacrawford.com. Feel free to email me, um, Yelena Crawford33 at Gmail, if you do have any questions and you're not sure what reading to book. Um, and again, just you can find me over at Instagram. I have a whole other set of content over there 
um, Yelena Crawford, intuitive astrologer, also on YouTube. So subscribe. I've got a lot of good content coming your way. Spiritual awakening, astrology, plant medicine, all of those awesome things. Yay. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you, Yelena. I love you so much. And thank you guys. You're a great audience. You guys, everybody is thank you and love you and beautiful. And oh, yes. I just love all these comments. So thank you, everybody, so much. Have an amazing month and don't get trapped in illusion. <laughs> yeah. Don't do it. It's going to be easy to do. <laughs> totally. Bye.